0: stop what you're doing right now (laughs) go find (laughs) a cigar and some whiskey welcome back everybody welcome to the show we're back we're just here we're back having a lot of fun just uh we figured we'd change it up because i don't want to be stuck inside got one star and this is an episode one little star the north star Uh, One little scuff on my siding back here, Um, (laughs) but because all you creeps out there that want to know the intricacies of our personal lives, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm talking to you, you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) want to know about us and uh, what we do and things like that, so all the things we're going to be, we, you know, we'll give the people what they want to an extent Yes. Freaking bugs. Um, and that extent is, we'll give you a, just a taste, just to leave you wanting more. There you go. What's the best <laughs> way to do it? So that way the you can be real to. creepy, like my sister, looking at you, Colleen, uh, <laughs> and just Facebook stalk me. Also, you, Lance, if you watch this. Yeah, you know I'm talking about you being real, <laughs> real creepy. Well, it could be like a P.I., you know private investigator yep. firm mm-hmm. strictly on facebook there you go so anyway yeah this is an episode all about us because we're so vain and i can't believe we wait. are yeah. and we just live really interesting lives absolutely so yeah it's we riveting. want you to know about it you know that's mm-hmm. why you guys are here to hear exactly. about our interesting lives it's all about us what are you Clearly. smoking tonight okay, uh, Fry, i've got a little uh, cigar and a waffle Smoke in a pancake. Smoke <laughs> in <and> a pancake. <laughs> <Bong> la <blitz. laughs> the Pipe
1: and a grate. Um I've got, got a, 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 a Gran habano.
0: Especially right. Got <laughs> a little hey, barber pole.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I enjoy barber poles. I've got a mm-hmm. barber pole butt in my ashtray. I'm gonna be smoking on a superfly. Ooh. I don't get paid yet. But I will, Oscar Valladares. <laughs> I know you're gonna watch you this. Go. Yeah, but it is. Exactly. It's just it's a wonderful display. It's like super like '70s kind of it is. Uh, style. It's got Ooh, like pink velvet interior. That. Yeah, Ooh. fancy. So I feel like it's what I'll be smoking to throw on,
1: on some '70s music right here. We're about to get when you- real intimate.
0: <laughs> a little Barry White. <laughs> a little.
1: I can't do nope. the rest of it. What? <coughs> can't do the rest of what? Uh, the rest of that Barry White? Uh, yeah, Barry White. Uh, what was that? Sorry I think for it was technical g- difficulties, everybody. The gentleman.
0: Oh. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I that would not compl- be appropriate for our it. young viewers. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't finish the rest of it. But um, with the double so hockey
0: good. stick, folks. What's happening? Seem seem to have misplaced my lighter, my torch. Also, um, raw and uncut, welcome to it. Yep.
1: Also, Wyatt, if you are watching this, I still have your torch lighter. (laughs)
0: Lucky. Wyatt um, is smoking cigars.
1: Cigars and pipes. Wyatt. Regularly.
0: Yes. You're smoking cigars and pipes. Wow. You're just, you're really aging me. And it doesn't make me feel good about myself. So good <laughs> no. for you, but I know, well done. But Gosh. it's it's sad. It's sad. just yeah. No, I mean it's not sad necessarily. I mean, it oh. said, "How old were you?" There it is, and true. If you're watching this, can't find it, <clears throat> Kyle. <laughs> the old nickname uh, remains true <laughs> forever and ever. Alright, so let's get into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's stop boring let's the people. Let's get after it. So, what are we
1: thinking? You want to go first? What do you mean? Huh? We want to chit-chat? Well, first of all... Um,
0: you know, my name's Kyle. As is mine. What's your name? Okay. It's <laughs> good to know. So we're both Kyle, and we're friends. One of us is cool enough to live in a town called Kyle... I'll let you figure that out for yourself as to who that is. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're watching this, you'll have already watched the other podcast that, you know, gives it away. But also, yeah.
1: you, I am a little I'm upset uh, that I didn't go down for that to represent you. I know we were 800, weekend. 800, some short from being the world's mm-hmm. like the world record. Mm hmm. Really, man. Yep. No, Kyle's could commit.
0: I mean, I mean, even the Kyle's that were there. I mean, it's almost three thousand is the record. So there was a decent amount of Kyle's committing, but that's a lot of Kyle's. (laughs) Which, how big is your Kyle spot? It's about fifty-five thousand. Something like
1: that. All right. So big enough to house all. 3,001 Kyles. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, yep. like, that's pretty...
0: That's Yeah, so for those of you um, hmm. listening, watching, uh, that don't know what the heck we're talking about, um, I Probably live in a town called that, Kyle, though. and they are continuously trying to break the world record of the most amount of people with the same name in the same place. And since it's a town called Kyle, they go for Kyles. So they attempted it last year, I think... Maybe last year was the first time they attempted it. Um, and they failed. And they went for it this year. And, of course, the one weekend where it pays to be Kyle from Kyle, um, I was out of town. So I was not in attendance. I was one of the 800 that uh, didn't show up. I know. You, know? you live in Kyle. You're yeah, Kyle know.
1: from Kyle. And I was still out of town. Abandoned. It's
0: not my fault. I planned this trip that I went on before they planned this World record breaking, right? right. Uh,
1: so yeah, both named Kyle. Actually, you have like Kyles surround you um, like a magnum. yeah. That's it's just uh Ooh. you're actually the center, the and all Kyles
0: come to you. I'm the black hole of Kyles. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I'm the densest Kyle I Didn't, there w- is. <laughs> I didn't wanna. I didn't want really to uh, go full on
1: to the the, the fact that yeah. you are the black hole, but yes.
0: Yep. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's me. The black hole of the Kyles. I, um, well, so my second eldest sister had married a Kyle and her name's Katie. And we're only going to do first names because all you creeps yep. out there. So, yeah. Um, Got to keep them. And then my wife, Caitlin, kind of similar to Katie. Um, she married, or er, she married... She married a Kyle. Uh, My wife married a Kyle. Go figure. Uh, Her brother's name is Kyle. And then we got married first. I just want to throw this out there. But then her brother decided he was going to marry a Caitlin and just be, you know, continue the chain. We couldn't break it. So I can't can't even make it up. It's literally Kyle and Caitlin, both couples. It literally is ridiculous. Most ridiculous thing. And their names are spelled, there's one letter off, but they're similar. Yeah, yeah, so there's that. And then you. So you are married to my Mm -hmm. wife's cousin, which I think we said that in the first episode. I believe so. Um, And, or I'm married to your wife's cousin, either way. And your name's Kyle. And we're friends. So, So here we are. Just all the Kyles. All the
1: Kyles. And then you literally were such a black hole that you brought a city to you. Which I mean obviously well, I know that's the opposite, but yeah still. You just are the
0: black hole. Of I was files. just drawn to it, you know? Like my fist to drywall and my tongue to monster. <laughs>
1: so can't stay away.
0: Yeah. So let's see. We've
1: Yeah. We already talked about so, Yeah. Friendship stuff. That's good. We already figured all that stuff out. So, friendship stuff. Friendship Check. stuff. All Check. right, what's the next Episode one? Episode <laughs> one done now in the bag. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, adult stuff. All right, so we talked about uh, wives. So I don't really know um, much about adult stuff. Not there yet. I know. No, nope. trying to trying to avoid that with like the plague. Let's see. So we both have two boys. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got two, Jude and Wells. Uh, Jude. I mine both Kyle. <laughs> If you did, Caitlyn would kill you. Kyle Junior one and Kyle Junior two. <laughs> you just call them one and two. Just yeah, like, one, get over here. Yep. It just makes uh, family time just a lot of fun. That's why yeah. actually it's a perfect idea. You could dodge ever getting in trouble if you name. So then you could just like, oh, that was the kid <laughs> instead of you. See, well done. I like this thought process. I did not do that. My, let's see, my oldest is Jude, and he's going to be five in, okay, let's see, um, end of August, and then Wells will be two in the end of June. So, doing pretty well so far.
0: And we're back. And we're back. Yep, sorry for those technical (laughs) difficulties, folks. I know you didn't experience any of those technical difficulties, but we <laughs> but certainly did. It has and been. Just kidding. Thanks, Krista. <laughs> <sighs> Hold on. Yes, hello. How can I help you? Or well, I didn't like want to put you in speaker because I didn't know if I was about to get personal or not, but no. <laughs> well, when I said... Our I, first caller. I was about it. Oh, hello. Ooh, hello.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, watch watch that sermon because it's really good.
0: All right. I'll give her a. Oh, okay. that's what it is. All okay. right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I right. okay. love you. Okay. Bye. I love you too. And also, I'm enjoying your podcast. Very, very good. Keep it up. Okay. There you go. Yep. Love you, that? Love okay, you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're back again for the fourth time. Yeah. Welcome to, to the eight episode.
1: We're for sure going to have to put we're back as the beginning clip.
0: Um, yeah. Just so. yeah. yeah, And just you can probably edit out that whole thing. thing. You can edit out that whole thing, yeah. but use it as like the teaser and then it'll never come. You know, people are like, oh, where's <laughs> was that part?
1: <laughs> It'd be perfect.
0: Yep. All right. Great. So we're back. Back at it. So we left <laughs> off somewhere around my children. Yes, your children. Right. My children, are, I have them. They exist.
1: You do. Yep. Two boys. Not named Kyle, but should have been named Kyle.
0: No, they are Kyle Jr. 1 and Kyle Jr. 2. I call them 1 2. <laughs> one, two. I'm a thing big Jordan Dr- Think 2. No, no, I'm a big Gerard Butler fan. Oh, little 1 if 2. you don't know, Oh, <laughs> you won't know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they are Atlas and Maverick. So, big Tom Cruise fan. Mm-hmm. It's just as, like, <laughs> clearly a movie fan, really. Yeah, I'm anything. a huge, huge movie guy, but we're not into that yet, okay? We're just still oh, talking about sorry, children. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, we're still in the Say, children. You got you to hold back. You Savor pay- it. That's well, because You were yeah. the one who brought up Let the people the want movies. more. Anyway. anyway um, moving on. Yeah, Atlas and Maverick. And, you know, unique names. Cool. Yeah, it's what happens when yeah. your name's Kyle and your wife's name's Caitlin. The two most basic. It would have been worse if her name was Kayla. I think. I think Kayla is the Kyle is the female equivalent of Kyle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Kayla was Caleb. the girl that would break up with Kyle, and he would punch drywall. You know, to for sure to show his frustration. Yep. So, um, so anyway, yeah, super basic, and we're like, you know what, we're gonna go a little more unique. So mm-hmm. there we are. We didn't know how to follow up Atlas for a little while, but big top gun fan here. And my wife actually came up with the name and then I'm getting just demolished with bugs, just FYI. So, yeah, um, but she came up with the name and I'm like, duh. Yes. And then also Maverick Vinales, who is a MotoGP racer and yep. I like him. So it worked. And you like him. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yep. Yep. He's a good one. Yeah, so I anyway,
1: same thing with us is
0: you know <laughs> MotoGP Kyle racer and Haley. T- nice.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes, obviously. But yeah, Kyle and Haley. We went with Jude and Wells, which Jude isn't like super far off. Um, uh, but Wells is not very common.
0: Jude the and dude. So
1: Jude the dude. So, but Wells. Wells was one where people were like, "Oh, I haven't heard that before," and so. Um, don't you I love think that? We did the same thing. People are like, oh, because- what are your
0: kids' names? And you tell them, they're like, oh, I've never heard no. that before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which like, is like yeah the- <laughs> I don't. I don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the soft insult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, Oh,
1: oh that's interesting. That's name? Super oh. unique.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like garbage cool. <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> we live in Austin area, mm. suburbs of Austin. So Pretty for us, unique. it's like. Yeah, the church we go to, there's some wild names, man, and it's well, you're the, a lot of rip. I guess California of Texas. Yeah, there's a, a legend. His name's Ooh. Legend. Um, there's a lot of other stuff. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> wow. They're all Steve <laughs> good, and good Bill and, <laughs> <story>. <laughs> There's one legend. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, uh, you
1: have a church of like what? <laughs> How many people? <laughs> lots. Go. So you have way more than just legend. Well, but. there's
0: there's also like Fox and Winter and Um you know things like that. So that, yeah, yeah, there's there are unique names. So Atlas and Maverick just they're kind of boring compared to some of them. Went I mean, in right I mean, in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a rain, <laughs> but it's R, I believe R E I G N, like he oh. reigns. You know oh, I mean? nice. I believe. Yeah. Don't quote me on there that. But I think that's spelled. That's a girl. I like it. I like it.
1: So anyway, enough of all that crap. <sighs> yeah. So um, what do you do, Kyle? Um, what do you do on your day-to-day yeah, tell me, when you're Kyle, not podcasting why, at night?
0: Why are you referring to yourself in the third person, you creep? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am in private security management. So really... I don't do anything. It sounds like a,
1: sounds like a, <laughs> like a mafia. Like, it's a
0: it's a made up it's a made up <laughs> private <laughs> security. I'm in private <laughs> security. Oh, so you're a hitman? Oh, it's nice to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. I, I work for a company that performs private security, so we do fun stuff. You know, we get to we get to do a lot of the things that I love. Shooting, big fan of shooting. Mm Shooting sports and yeah. Anything that involves guns. When I was younger, I used to chew my toast and do the shape of a gun and go pew pew. (laughs) Not joking. (laughs) I actually have it. And the funny thing is, is Atlas does the exact same thing um, with everything. He's got these little magnetic letters um, and he'll take the L's little tiny L's and he'll like (laughs) grab them and go pew pew. pew." (laughs) So I didn't teach it. I didn't teach him that. He's done it on his own. See, and he loves it. Apple does not fall far from the tree. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's you know, guns are real big in my life. It's part of my religion. This is yeah. the way. This is the way. Yeah, religion <laughs> is man-made. So, you know what I mean? Which I think yeah. we talk about that in our uh, in our Holy Week. I mean, yeah, episode. second episode. Yep. Look at us. We did. Like, we did. You know, reference and back. So, yeah, yeah we a, a tie things together. Yeah. So, we, uh, because of that, because religion is man made, I can still be a Christian and guns are part of my religion. So, there you go. Bam. That yep. works. So, yeah, mine is
1: uh, a little less violent of a uh, career. Um, And uh, so, I'm a counselor. So, pretty much, I sit in. A chair all day, mm-hmm. chit chatting with people uh, yeah. about all sorts this. of good stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Except for I <laughs> so do more. See what I'm listening. doing right now.
0: This is what I do. I get paid for it. Just I don't record it. <laughs> and I didn't get
1: enough, so I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's talk some more. But mostly, I mean, do you I'm really get to do a
0: lot of talking at your job? I
1: this, well, it's kind of back and forth. I, ironically. I do more talking than I thought I was going to because it helps people. Like, people don't want to come in and sit there and just like talk and me say nothing. So it's more like, (laughs) I think it puts people at ease when I talk sometimes. You should try that sometime. Just like one, like
0: like, pick the right person. (laughs) No, just just don't say say a word, but like sit there and nod and hmm. Hmm. I do like little grunts hmm. and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Hmm. Ironically, see how long you tr- can do it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before well, like, here's the thing. Something. The funny
1: thing is, in school, that's what they train you to do: is to that's not say anything, and just like, like, kind of like encourage them, but don't say anything. So, like, one of the biggest things, like, that you learn is awkward silences: how to just sit <laughs> and let someone. And just Marinate. like all the cringiness of like no one saying anything and they're trying to figure out if they should say something like you got to get used to it because yeah. oftentimes they need to say something and aren't at that point yet. So like you just got to give them space and yeah. but it's like a it's it's like a real deal. Like you got to learn how to sit in the in the awkward silence. So yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I either talk or I'm in awkward silence. That's fun. and that's 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 the work so yeah. i see adults for trauma addictions
0: and marital so those are the all of my favorite things yep <laughs> i just i don't think i could ever do that job you know what i mean i just i i can be serious but i need humor in my life you know and like i I just can't help it Uh, There'd be times where I'd like, you know, I I can have a serious conversation and we, you know, I can, you know, have a heart to heart with somebody and that sort of thing. But I feel like I'd probably want to try and incorporate humor into it and it probably just would never end up well.
1: Oh, no. I, I use humor all the time. Like, you can't drown yourself in the negative. Like, you have to actually, like, especially at the end, I typically... Um, depending on what it is and what's going on, like, I ha- I try to help them kind of come back together to recognize that even though we went into that traumatic space, like, that's not all that's there. Um, and also, I feel bad, like, when people are, like, like sobbing and going to the front desk and then having to, <laughs> to make another appointment. So, I usually try to, like, help, like, transition them out. And so, mm-hmm. I use humor all the time uh, because you got to you got to have balance so wading into the the pain and sorrow and then humor to also help them recognize like that's not that's not all that there is that is there so you got to be comfortable with kind of both but yeah i can't i can't not have humor like yeah ironically well, humor is super helpful for marital you got to have some humor in marital or like
0: yeah it's not it's not. It's not good. So, you, are you ever afraid that you're just going to get yourself into trouble? Like, maybe you make a joke and it just like lands flat and then awkward. Sil- well, you thrive in the awkward silence. That so works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you're just so, like
0: straight face, and you're like, yeah, all right, don't worry about it. This is where I live in the awkward silence. I can totally outlast exactly. you.
1: Yeah. No. Ironically, I I have had one time where I made a joke, and it wasn't anything like like crude or anything like that. It was. A joke about, like, um, just, like, marriage in general and how it's, like, tough. Um, and the – I can't remember who it was, but somebody was, like, frustrated at something we had been working on and literally just, <laughs> just looked at me. <laughs> the other spouse was not in that space, so they were, like, laughing and, like, giggling. And the other just hardcore, just staring at me, <laughs> and was not happy. And I was just like, "All right, well, let's let's moving go, on. Go ahead and end there. We'll start the <laughs> session up next time." But uh, I mean, most of the time, uh, it's just being able to be comfortable with talking. So, ironically, you probably be good at it. You you have to like develop the skill of the awkward silence and. And all the other stuff yeah. like that's a skill based. Um, like I didn't know how to do that well when I started. Like, uh, but yeah.
0: I, I do yeah, tell people me, all the time
1: that the the skill that I have that's helpful is the fact that whenever I'm with someone, I really don't think about anything outside of that space. Like my wife. I, is always upset with me when I say, it. but I'm like I literally don't think about my kids,
0: I don't think about my wife, I don't think about that's, anything. Yeah, that's just our personality. I feel like because I, I I feel terrible sometimes, but I live so much in the moment a lot of the time, and like I'm I'm trying to be better about planning for the future and you know, all that fun stuff that adults have yeah. to do. But um, I live so much in the moment that it's if it's not in that moment, it doesn't exist sometimes, you know what I mean? Like it's just the fact of the matter. And I know that sounds weird, but like, that's what kind of helped me through Afghanistan. I feel like, uh, so mm. speaking of segues, um, so, uh, yeah. So back to, uh, you know, about back us. To us. Yeah. Yes. Back to us. Gosh, I can't believe we even strayed. Um, <laughs> Why would we? I was, I was in the military for 12 years, 12 and a half years. And I never went overseas with the military. And then I found a way to go over as a civilian and went to Afghanistan uh, contracting, security contracting. And while I was there, I think I was there for nine months, eight, eight months, nine months. And uh, I, it, it was, it's easy for me to adapt I think, you know, I got homesick from time to time, but it's easy for me to adapt in situations like that because I just live so much in the moment that Caitlin eventually became, and this is going to sound terrible for those of you who never, you know, felt this. uh, But she kind of like my wife, she was my wife, but she was like, my wife was just somebody I talked to on FaceTime and I loved and I missed and I couldn't wait to see. But like, I mean, it just became life you know, like that was life. Mm -hmm. And and it was hard to like everything before that, even though I was only there for eight, nine months, everything before that was like, Oh, I remember that those are memories, but like, this is life now. (laughs) And it just became normal Mm -hmm. and it happened pretty quick. And then when I got home, I just remember it was super weird when she picked me up from the airport And I'm like, this is happening. (laughs) And you saw her like your lower half. You're you're real, yeah. You're real. It's it's not just you have legs, yeah. And so it was just super weird feeling. I mean, that went away pretty quick. And you know, going home and and seeing the dogs and everything, and them going crazy. I didn't have kids at the time, Um, and it's yeah, it was just and and then I think back now about Afghanistan, even like right after, it's like yeah, those are memory, but like this is life. And I just, I adapted pretty quick. And, and so I, mm-hmm. I live in the moment a lot. And yeah. if it's not in the moment, it just doesn't exist. It's not there. So I have a lot of friends that I love dearly that are like best friends <laughs> and I would die for. Uh, but if you're not here with me and I'm not thinking about actively, actively thinking about you, you don't exist. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. It's going to be right. <laughs> no, Isn't
1: it the weirdest thing? Like, but yeah. it's super helpful in Afghanistan and it's super helpful mm-hmm. in counseling. Like I don't think about clients when they're not with me and Which my is brain is awesome. Yes, super helpful. Yeah. Super helpful. I don't know how people do it when they don't have mm-hmm. that ability. Like my brain doesn't think about it until I see faces and then my brain brings back all the memories of like yep. our interactions and stuff like that. And that's it's like, like you how never I'm left. able to you just
0: s- picked up and there you go. Yes
1: like it's super helpful but like tip tip of the hat to the the counselors that keep it all like all the time yeah. like i definitely could not do this job if i did that so i don't know how people function that way so everybody's like man it's so impressive like how could you take all that in and blah 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 and i'm like i don't i don't <laughs> that's, that's, just don't it's just not that I'm impressive there in the moment. i don't but yeah
0: i feel like counseling's got to be probably pretty good career field to to have that as well though because you're a hundred percent in the moment you know what i mean you're a hundred percent with your clients you're a hundred percent there um yeah and so i feel like that's got to be a good good attribute to have
1: yeah super helpful uh i think it'll allow Hmm. me not to get burnout um because i just uh when i'm a counselor i'm a counselor when i'm home i'm home and yep those do not cross so um It's super helpful, but I think that's something, but again, like you said, it gets me into trouble. Like uh, I was, I was joking around uh, with somebody. I was like, yeah, it's super helpful in counseling, but uh, go ahead and ask my mom how helpful it is in in personal life because (laughs) I like will forget to give her a call. Um, And then she'll be like, what are you doing? And as soon as she, as soon as she reaches out or I see something with her, I'll be like, Oh shoot. And then I like, yeah, I'll reach out. But like, like us, like we same talked about way. in that episode. Yep. We like never talked like when when we lived in the same town because we just didn't see each other. And yeah. that was it. But, you know, like unless you
0: make it a routine, yeah. it just doesn't it's, happen. Yeah. And and I used to think like, especially in, in Illinois, when I lived in Illinois, and I used to kind of think that it's with certain people like, Oh man, we never see each other. And, and like, we're not, re- we can't really be good friends cause we never see each other. And like, but uh, the more I think about it, the more I realize, like it, it, honestly, like I've got best friends. I would say that mm. I, I just don't, they live in a different state or whatever. And you just don't yep. see them and you don't talk to them. And it's not that I don't care, care about them or love them and, and want to hang out and be with them. It's just, we got our own lives you know, and you get Mm -hmm. wrapped up in your own life. You got kids, you got work, you got uh, a wife and everything, and you have to give them a lot of your attention. And when I get a chance, you know what I mean? If they cross my mind, I'll shoot them a text and hopefully start a conversation. But yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It is. Well, that's a great podcast. Um, (laughs) You know, thanks for joining. (laughs) Sorry, I keep like looking off to the side and and all around, but you know clearly I'm outside and I'm not screened in, and there are vicious wild beasts out here. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, you, don't you, let you them guys grow. You. Pretty you big. go by a cute little nickname, you know, called Junebug. Oh, that's so cute, little pet name. They're not. They're vicious demons that are sent from the depths of hell. So, now, do you remember they're the floating
1: cicada around. that tried to kill you?
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Those those are pure evil. Those those are actual pure demons from hell. <laughs> I can deal with June bugs. Like if a June bug <laughs> lands on me, okay, whatever. I'll flick it off. But they're just annoying because they like cling and their flight patterns are erratic. Cicadas are the same. They cling, and their flight patterns are erratic and unpredictable. But they're also this big, and they make a demon noise from hell. And <laughs> they really do. They're a demon spawn. Period. <laughs> And in discussion, God didn't create them. They were born out of pure hate. Yeah. So, By saving himself. Yeah. And I will kill them with extreme prejudice. (laughs) Passion. So, moving on. Yes. (laughs) So,
1: so, but Um, I was going to say. Some more about us. Let's see. What's some more about us? Um, Oh, I was going to say. I think that's one thing that's true about, like, being a dad. And being a husband, it's such an all-encompassing aspect that I think you can get lost in it really easily. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of hard to find the balance between things. Um, Yeah. And because, like, well, obviously with your wife, you find, like, somebody who, like, is your best friend. (laughs) So especially for someone who's in the moment all the time, I'm like, I don't really need anybody else, <laughs> like I see you all the time, so you're gonna you're gonna be pretty much the person I talk to all the time, and you know, and so in reality, like I did that for years, like mostly, I just hung out with my wife, um, and that was about it, and really, until I sort of do some things with guys, I really didn't feel like there was like a need to have anybody else in my wife, but like <laughs> then I started to do guy well, stuff. And, and there like, certainly oh, yeah. is.
0: Yeah. There's certainly a need for men to be with men and women to be with women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you need to be able to, um, have guy time and alone time you know what i mean i think all of those things are important to balance and mm-hmm. that's part of being an adult is that is finding a good way to balance those things with with wife time and kid time and and all that sort of stuff um that comes mm-hmm. along with being a responsible adult but it's pretty much it's a challenge, but it's a fun one. Um, and it's also like a give and take. They're, like, you, you know, I go through seasons sometimes, but like when I lived in Illinois, I don't think I was as good of a husband. And if you talk to Caitlin now, probably, you know, still got a lot of work to do. I know I got a lot of work to do, but um, I. I definitely I was I had all sorts of friends that lived in the area and also it's a family and it was easy to distract myself with them and it's like well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with them just as much as I used to duh you know they're they're my best friends and blah 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 and it, Caitlin had her friends and her family and that sort of thing so it was kind of easier for us to be somewhat separate and then moving to Texas we mm. knew nobody we knew one person actually um, and but she lived. Yeah, so in Austin, there's a river, the Colorado River, cuts through downtown Austin, and for everyone that lives north of the river, you're just not going to see people that live south of the river. Just fact of the, fact of the matter. Fact. Yeah. Um, Segregation and, of Austin. Yeah. So, so we've been we try to bridge that gap as much as we can, you know, and see it, as many people as we can. But um, so we live north, and she lives south, and. So although we knew one person, we rarely ever saw her. And Mm. so it was just us, you know what I mean? Like it was just Caitlin and I, we didn't have kids at the time. We had our two dogs. And so we had to learn to be with each other, you know, to like, that sounds terrible, (laughs) but we had, we had to learn to (laughs) like, learn to only have each other Only rely on each other. You know what I mean? We had no friends. We had no family in the area. And so, Mm -hmm. and I, we had been married for five years at the time when we moved here and it was one of the greatest things to happen to our marriage, I think you know because we just had so much fun we had so much fun we still do uh it's different now with kids but (laughs) we we had so much fun
1: we had so much fun it was a great run we had
0: (laughs) and then it was gone with atlas
1: (laughs) everything just but he loves being a dad he really does absolutely yeah it's so much fun
0: Uh, and so it's we just had so much fun just being home together. You know what I mean. And like, not we would yeah. go out and do stuff and go out on date nights and, and everything. But we, I would say that two best things that happened to our marriage was moving to Texas away from friends and family, and then me going to Afghanistan. And I know it sounds kind of weird to some, but both of them others, are abandoning <laughs> something, abandoning <laughs> well, others, family. No, abandoning it's not my abandoning. My no, absolutely. Absence makes the heart grow stronger, for sure. True. And there so, you, I, it, you know, AI, i think it helped. It gave us time to work on ourselves as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, Caitlin really hit her stride and and became very self sufficient and independent. And like I was, I just remember there was one time we were having a conversation on Facetime. Sorry for my shaky camera, by the way but um, we were having a conversation okay. on FaceTime and she was talking about putting up blinds or something in the apartment. And then like a couple of days later we were talking again and she had done it. Like she, she did it by herself. She hung up these blinds and I just remember like listening to her and talking about how she was like so happy she did it. And I just had this, like I was just filled with pride for her. Like I was just so happy mm-hmm. for her. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's so awesome. Like, and it's something so simple, right? Putting up yeah. lines, but yeah. she she like tackled this thing that she's never done before. So although mm-hmm. it's simple for me, it wasn't simple for her. But she like did it, and she was so happy and proud of herself. And I like I just remember it being a big moment. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, not only that, but then also it just it gave us a new appreciation for each other. You know what I mean? I finally came yeah. home. And that's when it really happened. Cause like, while I was there, I'm like, man, I could do this forever. (laughs) Like, this is great. Like, uh, this is great work. And, and I know it sounds weird, you know, again, being in Afghanistan, but it's just how I'm wired. And the way my brain works is that it just came somewhat natural, but then coming home and then being with her again, it was just like this renewed vigor, um, you know, for my wife and I think our our marriage was extremely strong, and then yeah. kids came. Uh, you know, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, honestly, it. I think kids coming also was a great thing for our marriage and continues to yeah. be because we're mm-hmm. constantly learning, and I think we're growing as as people um, with parenting. And mm-hmm. I'm never going to yeah. say that I learn more from my kids than they learn from me because that's stupid and that should never be the case <laughs> uh, but that doesn't mean you should never learn from your kids you know what I mean yes. and I, I learn from my kids a little bit but my kids put me in, in situations that yes. cause me to learn. You know what I mean? That like yeah. cause me Raising to grow as a, as a person. Forces you and, to learn a ton. And become like, more I mature. Think, and Yes. Yeah.
1: Maturity. Like I was, I was just talking to a client um, and I was just talking about like maturity through having children. I just don't know if there's any other way you mature as much in a Are you sure you were talking space. to a client and not me? I'm Marco Polo. I might have been talking to you, but I also talked to a client. Sometimes I use say. very good things, and then because you had a Marco Polo either because,
0: either today or yesterday, <laughs> where you were talking about that exact well, same thing.
1: I don't know uh, if it if you were the f- if I talked to you first, or I talked to a client, and then I was like, "This is good," like this is smart, like this is real, and I wanted to talk to you about it. But it's true. Like I I can't imagine maturing. In any other rate than having a another human being completely rely on you, like yeah. for everything um, to survive, and then you having <clears throat> to adapt your entire life around that um, individual, like it just yeah. it just forces matured if you're a good parent now you can punt that responsibility for sure but if you're trying to be a good parent you have to mature um because you have to not do the things you want to do like you can't sleep as much and you're not going to do all your stuff you want to watch and you you know watch bluey all the time and like so there's just like a lot of things which by the way Bluey's <laughs> awesome and we I don't will, watch bluey Oh, dude, I love Bluey. I love the dad on Bluey. It's just so funny. Anyways, moving on. But uh, when you were talking about Afghanistan, we, me and Haley had our own Afghanistan. And it was... And, and it was you mean living, it lasted 20 I years? Ago. I can't even say. That it was a terrible place. Uh, it, it was living in Dunlap <laughs> for nine months. <laughs> what? So... So, in the beginning, we were very poor, uh, so uh-huh. we didn't have a lot of money for
0: gas. In the so beginning, man, Dunlap. I wish it was just in the beginning for us. Yeah. Well, I'm so talking about... five minutes enough- ago, we were very <laughs> yeah. poor. We,
1: we were so poor that Dunlap might as well have been austin
0: texas because we
1: were not going to see <laughs> so anybody
0: that, so it's not afghanistan it's austin no, right. it's you yeah, moving it's more yeah, like, austin. yeah.
1: You know, like you know there weren't like little giant spiders That's a better analogy, analogy. But, yeah but yeah so it was like austin
0: for us for those real. nine months i mean um, spiders exist but it's not like a it's not much no, of like, a thing. not big are oh, you seen bigger see spiders them. here in texas uh, really saw, i've seen camel spider yeah like the whole like two like they get big but those are i don't want to say anomalies because they're they are they're more common there <laughs> you know what i mean seeing <laughs> something that big than they are yeah. here but like I, that's primarily iraq actually but they they had camel oh, okay. sp- spiders in afghanistan but they're they weren't like you know the biggest one you'd see is like that you know what i mean yeah mm. and they get so they get into things but
1: <clears throat> but yeah like I think the beginning of that really helped our marriage because we just didn't have the funds to be able to go see people <laughs> in the city. So we were just alone, like a lot of times just us. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people would visit us, but rarely because everybody else we knew was poor. <laughs> and so no, we just didn't see anybody for like nine months. And uh, yeah, it, it does really help like not having those distractions, yeah. but I think we swung a little hard and we really didn't re-engage with people for like a couple of years. We were mostly hanging out with like family and then ourselves and, and we were like, Oh, we're actually pretty good. And then, and then as we started to mature, we had kids like that was a big thing too, because you need more of that kind of like individual stuff when, when you're constantly being a parent. Cause you're like, I got to do something like, Smoke a cigar and sit outside yeah. and, and talk yep. to people like you need that to be able to just break it so it just is funny because ironically, very similarly, like your guys moved to Austin, um, our time in Dunlap did kind of
0: similar things um, nice yeah, absolutely it's just the it's the isolation you know what yeah. I mean? Where mm-hmm. like you as a couple are, are isolated from your friends and family to an extent. And, you know, it's not like we were completely cut off, uh, but it, yeah. it, it, we had no one else, but us, we had no other mm-hmm. choice. And it's a, yeah. it's a very make or break situation. You know what I mean? Like same with Afghanistan, I've seen deployments. I've seen field training exercises that last two weeks or three weeks. Now that, it's not that two to three weeks that destroyed the marriage, but it was all the stuff that led up to it that broke the marriage. Right. It's a make or break situation and they chose break. And you know, I, a very good friend of mine, we were gone for three weeks and he came back and found out his wife was cheating on him. Like, or had cheated on him during those three weeks. So it's like, it's a very make or break type of situation. And it just depends on, on the relationship and where you're at. Um, I'm a firm believer that cheating is never the problem. It's just a symptom of the, yeah. the problem. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you have more, you know, more to say on that, given your, <laughs> your line of work. Um, but yeah, but yeah mm-hmm. it's, it, it's anyway, I think it's, it's that kind of type of isolation for the couple. And then also separation you know for the couple that that can do it and I know for my parents I think it really strengthened that strengthened their relationship as well mm-hmm. uh, when my dad was deployed and that separation because yeah. again it's just that absence makes the heart grow strong stronger so and yeah. I remember um, that like when my dad was in Louisiana for a year and he would get you know 72 hour passes or whatever and he'd come home for a little bit and my mom would literally be like, hey, your dad's coming home for the weekend. Looks like you're staying the night at a friend's house. <laughs> and, like, my family is very open, which I, it's not like we were, like, blabbing, you know, kissing and telling necessarily. But, like, we all knew what was happening. And And that might sound weird to some. And it was kind of like, oh, mom, come on. Like, whatever at the time. But to me, that is, that's healthy. You know, mm-hmm. like, You shouldn't be ashamed of that. You know, like sex is awesome, as you know, when it's between a man and a woman and they're married, um, you know, in a covenant between them and God, but it's awesome. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing shameful about it. And it's like, yeah, absolutely, especially now that I'm, (laughs) you know, like we've been through Afghanistan and everything. It's like, yeah, I would have kicked my kids out of the house in a heartbeat (laughs) if that was the the situation. (laughs) Going for a second (laughs) honeymoon here. (laughs) Uh huh. I'm going to kick you guys out. And uh, yeah, anyway.
1: As you should. As you should. Like, that's the thing is like, and I always tell people like the marriage is gonna outlast the kids. The kids are here temporarily. They are Yeah. they're gonna come, <laughs> they're, and gonna they're gonna, die. gonna go. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Our marriage isn't now. <laughs> but it, it literally is like I'm like, you gotta go for longevity here. You gotta do the things that are gonna sustain you because yeah, these kids you can't will have leave a marriage you. that's
0: centered around your kids. Nope. Because like nope. I love exactly. my kids. 18, 18 years, sometimes sooner, sometimes a little bit later. Um, sometimes a lot, a lot of it later, but your kids will go off and do their own thing. And if your Mm -hmm. marriage is, is held together by your kids, it's going to fall apart the moment they leave. So, yeah, no, which, you know, I'm sure you've seen all too often. I've seen multiple times. Yeah.
1: And, And that's the thing is like, I, like I tell Haley all the time, I'm like, I love raising kids, but like, I'm super excited for the chapter after that. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. wait for us to be just the two of us again. Like, I think all stages are so much fun. And, like, that's the thing is, like, enjoying them where they're at to also be excited for the next. But, like, the thing that I know is that I want to do all those stages with my wife. Um, And if I am not having, like, not, not just fun, but, like, enjoying that season with my wife, then that's a problem. And, like... Yeah. I'll do whatever to rectify it. Because I could not imagine coming home and not being excited to see my wife and my kids. Like obviously. Yeah. Um like I every single time like I get home, I'm excited to see like and and I obviously counsel people who are not. And I'm like, gosh, yeah. that would suck.
0: I'm like yeah. I could not imagine. It's like a it's a it's a vicious negative feedback loop as well because it's mm-hmm. you know you're not excited because one reason or another maybe you got in a fight maybe you're, you're resentful because of this that and the other and then you come home you're like you're not excited to go home because your wife's there and oh man i'm gonna get nagged or i'm gonna get this that and the other and then you get there and because you're feeling this way uh, you know you've got a bad attitude and that leads to more mm-hmm issues and it's just this like cycle that's just it it's a negative feedback loop and i feel like it just deteriorates and you know yes which we is we don't need to get too much into the divorce because by this time everyone will have listened to an entire episode <laughs> of divorce the episode. <laughs> this yeah, whole thing was supposed to be out of, about us what the heck <laughs> no i know we're well, not it's about sticking our family.
1: To it. it's our family so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah. good stuff
0: yeah well so yeah i grew up in what else is there? Podunk. um bfe illinois and um don't look that acronym up it's not a good one uh but it's very fitting of the place i grew but up But it is is accurate so yeah it's not a good sure. one well, so i tell people here one. um yeah when people are like oh where are you originally from I'm like oh peoria because technically yeah. i you know i was close to Peoria. i was like 10 15 minutes from peoria um but then I'm like, well, you know, uh, when we get into conversation, then I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I grew up in a small farm town called Brimfields where I went to high school and and everything. And then from there, if I really think of it, like the closest town, township was actually Kickapoo. You know what I mean? Because I didn't live in a township. We lived, you know, out, out in the country and um, small, like. I don't know, neighborhoods surrounded by cornfields and everything. But the closest township was Kickapoo, which is a population of like three hundred. Mm-hmm. And so I've just like any time from now on, when anybody asks, like, oh, where are you where are you originally from? Kickapoo. And I'm just gonna say it like they know, like, of course you've heard of it. Why not? Obviously. You know, the only thing that Kickapoo had going for it was what? It's like baseball diamonds, Catholic church, and like three bars. <laughs> And the shell station <laughs> that was it that <laughs> that's Kickapoo. welcome that to it was mm mm-hmm. yeah, it really was, but uh yeah, a lot of a lot of good times, so that's yeah, that's where I grew up, and then moved into the big city of Peoria, uh-huh. and uh, yeah was a little hoodlum, and then we really were got married, moved away, and moved into Austin, the city of actually the city of Austin. and then Even further into all, we moved like South Austin and like was we were a lot closer to downtown, and then now we're moving further out. I was like, What? There's a town called Kyle, I have to move there. Boom! They must have so much drywall and an endless supply of monster.
1: Yeah, so let's see. Well, mine's not as exciting.
0: I did not. Well, for those of you, uh, because we made, I've made that joke multiple times. But for those of you, not to cut you off. But for those of you who don't understand what I'm talking about with the drywall and the monster, (laughs) get on the internet. Just you know what I mean. Figure it out. (laughs) Just (laughs) just just Google Kyle memes, and everything that pops up is going to be likely drywall or monster related. And they're hilarious. <laughs> I love them. I absolutely love them.
1: They are. They're a good time. Yeah, and an endless rabbit hole. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So now we but, live here, and
0: yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> mine is. Uh, we moved to Dunlap, which is um, about the same distance, maybe a little bit far. No, probably like the, the You're actual. Kind of jumping ahead.
0: I mean, I talked Dunlap. about. Kickapoo in Brimfield.
1: Oh, yeah. So I lived in Peoria. Your story didn't when start.
0: I, yeah, your story true. didn't start in Atlanta.
1: Didn't start in marriage. So, yeah. So actually, I was born in Florida, moved and lived in Alabama for a little while. And ironically, Haleyville, Alabama, which um, I joke with my wife when we come back because it's spelled the exact same way. I'm like, the queen is here. Finally is come back to her city which is well not a city it's a tiny tiny town um but I lived there for a while and then moved up because my dad got a job up here in old Peoria P town brown and uh lived there pretty pretty much most of my life and then didn't move till I got married and then we quickly moved to Dunlap which is right outside of Peoria um about as far as Kickapoo I think maybe a little bit closer but um
0: yeah. <clears throat> depends on what part like, of Peoria you're talking about but if you're talking about like downtown then yeah Dunlap's closer but if you're talking yeah. about well <sighs> semantics yeah really
1: really it's not that big but anyway so yeah, yeah we moved out there for like 9 months then we moved right back to Peoria um and lived in a little cottage house which actually was kind of fun um and it was like an old like cottage house um that was just in the back of this person's house and it was super cheap and, and we lived in there uh, and it was quite cozy it was one bedroom uh one bath uh, i think it was like a total of i don't know 600 square feet maybe it's very small but it was a cozy little place and then, and, and then, yeah, then I got
0: my real estate license and totally bam. screwed your
1: life up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you, you, uh, uh, got us this house and now yeah, this is where we've been for the past six and a half years. So there you are. Yeah. There you go. That's yep. the end. Not anything yeah. special, really.
0: Just yeah. Well, I certainly, obviously speaking of sideways, <clears throat> didn't, uh, didn't start out. Um, in private security, man, these freaking June bugs, come on after my Ah. trying to kill you. Get out of here. You're not invited to this podcast. I don't want you to be the first, first guest. Um, so I didn't, yeah, didn't start out, um, private security. God, actually a hundred percent, 100% the position that I'm currently holding is all because of God. I was almost actively resisting, <clears throat> um, resisting it actually when it happened. But I, well, I got the job at Sun, which y'all should know by now if you watched the first episode. Um, when mm-hmm, I met my wife, wife, from there I got a job at Maui Jim sunglasses, and that was a rut. I mean, it was fun because I was young, and they really encourage partying and all that fun stuff. And then I got married and realized I was stuck in a rut and needed to grow up and mature. And I left and then fell into the car business. And that was a nightmare for about two years, but it taught me a lot um, that I don't like selling cars because I don't really care that much. I don't really care that much. I don't want to force you into a car that you don't want. And, you know, I was like, Oh, you don't want that one. We don't have what you want. Cool. Talk to you later. And my managers didn't like that very much. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it kind of showed me that I somewhat enjoyed sales. And so then my mom was became, had become a real estate agent in that time. And so she encouraged me to become a real estate agent. And I actually really did love that. And mom, if you're watching this, I really did love real estate. I just suck at admin stuff. I'm terrible, terrible at admin stuff. Mm -hmm if I could be a real estate agent and have a secretary to do all the admin stuff, pff, sign me up all day long. I'll, I'll walk you through your house. I'll build a relationship with you. You know what I mean? I'll sell your house. I'll represent you, but paperwork. nah, not my style. So, yeah um i did that for two years in illinois then moved to texas and i was like i'm gonna get my real estate license in texas and then i was like oh it requires me to do everything over again and it's a lot so better get a part-time job and while i had that part-time job i stumbled across this contracting company they kind of found me actually on indeed and i'm like yep i'm gonna do that that sounds awesome and so i did it five months after we moved to texas so I took my wife away from her entire family and all of her friends and everybody that she, she knew and loved, and then I said, "I am out. I am going to <laughs> go to Afghanistan for." Promptly
1: now. abandoned her. Not exactly, not exactly how that happened,
0: but it was you know five months after we moved, I was in Afghanistan, and then I was there for like I said, eight nine months. I got back, and the plan was for me to go back actually to Afghanistan, but then Caitlin got pregnant, and that changes a lot of things. So then I stayed and I got a job at a gun range, um, not just any gun range. There it is, Reppin'. Y'all can be a sponsor if you want. Um, there you go. But it is a premier style gun range um, that is, it is very different cool. from any other gun, indoor gun range I've ever ever been to. And it was a ton of fun. I was like, I'm going to own this place someday. That is. That's what's going to happen. This is where God wants me. I'm going to run this place. That like, everybody get out of my way, and that was my my goal. And then there was far too many roadblocks. But I was like, I don't care. I'm going to plow through these roadblocks. And I kind of got myself into a rut, and I didn't realize it honestly. And Mm. then my last boss um, was a member at the range, and he we'd have conversations uh, in line all the time. And one day he was like, Hey, I, I, you know, manage this uh, security team, the private security team in Austin. And I got an opening and I want you to, to apply for it. And I'm like, yeah, maybe like, give me your number. Maybe I'll shoot you a text. I didn't. And, you know, I put his number in my notes, but not my contacts. And, uh, and then I, again, didn't reach out. But then the very next day he came back and he was like, Hey, and I'm like, Oh yeah, crap. Okay. You know, Hey, here, here's my number sort of thing. Um, and he went out onto the range and while on our range, he was texting me and was like, Hey man, I really want you to apply for this job. Like I- I'm-, I'm rooting for you. Uh, you know, I-, I really want you to apply. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I like, I'm just going to be here. I'm going to be a manager. This is fun. And I, I was really like active, re- actively resisting it. And finally Mm -hmm. he convinced me enough, like, you know what? Okay. I'll apply. What's, what's the harm in applying? Like, you know, let's look into it. Let's see what the pay is like. Cause I was getting paid garbage at the range. And, um, we were paying our babysitter more than what I was getting paid at the range. (laughs) And until I demanded a a dollar raise so I could at least match our babysitter. (laughs) So I wasn't losing (laughs) money while I was working. And, uh, and so, you know, it all led into this job and I, Literally up until the point he offered me the job, I was still like not sure. And then I'm like, okay, what about this? And he, every time I had to have an objection, he'd answer it. And then it was like, sweet, sign me up. Let's go. So he signed up, mm-hmm. joined the team. Two months later, he was like, Hey, he pulled me aside. He's like, Um, so I've got another job. I'm gonna be working, uh, you know, same company but a different location, and my position's gonna be open and I want you to apply for it. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, two months ago, I was working at a gun range. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I just got here. I'm still on probate, my probationary period. And he's like, yeah, I want you to apply for my job. Super awesome dude. Phil, if you're watching, I love you to death. Um, one of my favorite people. And just the most encouraging person you could possibly imagine. And yeah. so, just encouraged me to apply for his job. And I did. And against my better judgment. And then I got it. And literally on the day, the 90th day, which is the last day of my probation for the company, I got the official job offer. And after my probation was up, and I've been here ever since, and God has put me Mm -hmm. here. God worked through Phil, and God was like, I don't care what you say, you idiot, accept this. (laughs) Accept this gift, because you're going (laughs) to want it, I promise. So, here I am. And look at you now. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at you now,
1: living the high life. That's right. Yeah, ironically, my job came from my father-in-law. I was—I was, I, I was really? in school. Yeah, I was in school, um, doing uh, like just like trying to work out counseling stuff. And uh, actually, it was it was during Bradley. And I knew I wanted to be a counselor, but I was like far off. I was in my bachelor's uh, at Bradley University, and uh, I needed a bachelor's internship just for the summer. And so, so my your current was, position
0: like, came from your father-in-law or your career no. field. So, what what made you want to be so, a counselor? Because that's actually something that um, I, I don't really like your path into that, right? Because American oh, Eagle goodness. counselor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, so that one is have where's to be everything a in between?
1: completely separate podcast because there's much more buy in way over on time. Up, um for that. Yeah, so we'll we'll save that one. We'll we'll notate it down for uh, another one. But let's do a part um, 2
0: on us. I mean, we There you go. Why not? Yeah. Let's just like let's have like a part 10 on it us. You know I mean? <laughs>
1: there you go. It'll just be the podcast <laughs> about us. <laughs> That's all it's going to be. It's yep. just us. But yeah, so yeah, that one's a little bit more complicated. Um, so I'll just tell you how I got my current position and then we'll go, we'll do the backstory next time. Cause that one's a little bit more. Um, but yeah, my current position, I was at Bradley, had to get an internship. My father-in-law was like, Hey, I know a guy who has a Christian counseling organization. You should, you should see if he's got anything available. And then I did and, um, ended up going through that super awesome. I was like, I love this company this is so great. And so, um, about a month in, they were like, Hey, you should stay and score a psychological test for us. And I had a current job, but I was like, Oh, I could do that part-time. And so then I stayed on there, did that part-time. And then they were like, you uh, fit really good you should work here full-time and do like inner office stuff. So I started doing accounts receivable. Uh, Yeah. So it was accounts receivable. And I took that full-time job, quit my other job and then was there through my rest of my bachelor's all the way through my master's started internship there and then stayed on and have been there. I think a total of seven years now and Three and a half, three and a half or four of those have been, uh, counseling. So great organization. Uh, but yeah, it all started with the fact that my father in law was like, Hey, I know where you should go. And that's how I got, that's how I got hooked up. So, and yeah, we'll have to do a whole, we'll do a part two, um, to be able to include it all because there's a lot of We're, in-depth things, um, yeah. on, why I'm a counselor? Well, I talk a lot. You know what I mean. You do. So, you do. What are you gonna do? It's a lot. It's a lot going on there. But I think yeah. that, I think this not, is a sorry. good. I think this is a good place for part one to it's be a good start. Done.
0: Yeah. So we just scratched the surface of the complexity of the two most interesting men in the universe. <laughs> you know, named Kyle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've and- never met two more interesting Kyles. You know. Truth. <laughs> Truth.
1: Facts. <laughs> straight facts. But my yeah. cigar is done. And my whiskey is empty. So, yeah. I think that is the signifying part that we are finished. Yeah, I just so had to kick him off one out, out of
0: my whiskey. Because he was getting hammered. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for <laughs> yep. this whatever it was, you know, whatever this is. Yeah. For us <laughs> recording is. what we would probably do anyway. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, <laughs> so thanks. Yeah. Thanks personally. for that. Yeah. hope y'all are having as much fun as we are. Probably not though. Probably definitely not, but yeah, we're going to do it anyway. Definitely not. So. smoke a cigar with us. We should have said that. Yeah, at the exactly.
1: <laughs> oh man. Say oh. it now. I can, I can Idiots. move things around. Yeah. Just edit it. Welcome come smoke a cigar with us <laughs>
0: welcome welcome to the podcast <laughs> we just lit it it's brand new i promise <laughs> it's,
1: it's the tiniest it's the tiniest cigar known to
0: man stop what That's you're what doing right now <laughs> go find a cigar and some whiskey just yep. run inside
1: <laughs> start my second oh cigar man tonight. all right well yeah so too
0: back to back i'm too old for that stuff no not for me all right well so anyway yeah all you creeps out there i hope this somewhat satisfied that you know your your nosiness and and all that and stop trying to dig into our lives you know i want to be ambiguous mind your business yeah mind
1: your business yeah get out of here (laughs) seriously leave no but really goodbye